0: What is your history with cannabis? Man, it's it's going to be a long one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good though. That's good.
0: guys, this is Ray from Kush Vibe CBD Podcast. On this podcast, we're going to talk about politics, specific like customer situations, things that affect you and I and just the cannabis world in general. Just drop the anxiety where you can really focus on what you're doing. This is going to help more people than it pisses off.
1: Welcome to the Cush Vibes podcast, the very first episode of the Cush Vibes podcast with the owner and founder of Cush Vibes CBD Dispensary in Ruston, Louisiana, and very soon coming to Shreveport?
0: Bossier, Louisiana. Bossier.
1: There you go. All right. Lots of plans for the future as well. My man, Ray Holbrook. Ray, how are you doing
0: today? Man, I'm doing good. Doing good.
1: I am so excited to get this started with you, Ray. Uh, I, I met you, I guess, about three weeks ago now. Definitely. You'd already been opened and running here for several months at that point. But I immediately said, oh, Ray, we, we got to do a podcast, which was something that was already on your mind. It worked really well that, that, that we could fit in like this and get going. Exactly. The thing that I wanted to do in this first episode, and, and you've got some big plans for this show and for the store and for your next store uh, coming to Bozier and for the brand of Kush Vibes long term. But the thing that I wanted to do today was to share with everybody that doesn't get to come into the store on a regular basis or that hasn't yet who Ray is. What Cush Vibes is and where it all came from. So let's start with you. Okay. Who is Ray Holbrook? Where you come from, man? Tell us a little bit about your background.
0: Long journey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm originally from Detroit, Michigan, born and raised. So grew up there, just me, my mom, my sister, uh, my dad. You know what I mean? Different things like that. So strong family ties. Uh, it's just been a long, long. Ter- I mean, long journey, man. Went to Mumford High School. You know what I mean? Nice. Saints. <laughs> I mean, that's really uh, that's really uh, about it. It's hard talking about me sometimes.
1: Yeah, no, I understand <laughs> that. How does a guy from Michigan end up in North Louisiana? You, you don't okay. have family here, you don't. So how did you end up in Ruston?
0: Man, I ended up coming to Grambling State University. So uh, I ended up go doing Tigers. some research. Yeah, man, go <laughs> Grambling, man. So ended up doing some research. I played in a band, big time. Nice, what's your something. instrument? Uh, man, percussion. So drums, cymbals, the whole nine. Uh, like I just love music, it really like changed my life. You know what I mean? With just giving me something productive something that I can work on and just build a craft that can just follow with you through life. Like, it was crazy.
1: What was your biggest positive coming from a big city like Detroit to a small area like Grambling and Rustin?
0: Man, it was it was more focused down here. It's less white noise. Mm. You know, in the city, is so much going on. You can get pulled in so many different directions. You know what I mean? With Grambling, it's just, you know how small this area is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even with Grambling and Rustin together, Grambling embraced me so much. You know, coming down here, uh, it's like family. You know what I mean? So having that handoff, moving from the Grambling community to the Ruston community, I already kind of knew some people because it's so intermingled. Uh, So like I said, it it was just, it's still just like family, man. Even with people that come in the store, we're connected some kind of way through this area. You know what I mean? That's the beautiful thing about being down here.
1: So let's talk about cannabis a little bit. What yes. is your history with cannabis? I, I'll i tell you to start with, yeah. I, I discovered it in high school, <laughs> yeah. like I think a lot of people do when you're, when you're not supposed to. It, it was something that I was an anxious kid, let's put yeah. it like that. Yeah. And I was anxious about all the negatives that I had heard about cannabis yeah. before I was exposed to it personally. And what I found was that there was a level of anxiety regulation yeah. that I had not, had access to previously in my life definitely and that was the number one thing you know people talk about the high and the high is fun yeah. if that's what you're looking for yeah but the benefits of the plant were so immediately accessible and obvious to me that it, it started what has now been a lifelong love affair i think you know no. since that time Seriously. what was your first exposure to it and, and what was the context in which you were exposed
0: man it's it's gonna be a long one <laughs> <laughs> no that's good though that's good. Man, my I grew up hanging out with my grandmother a lot. Hence me drinking tea. Right. <laughs> you know, we talked about herbs and spices and uh, how you know back way when they would grow everything and how if it comes from the earth, it's good for you. And so me being around that when I really got introduced to cannabis, my mom's gonna be mad. Around early high school, yeah, you know what I mean. It just kind of was like, man, this is the stuff that grandma was talking about. Right. And it was like this is it's it's a natural thing, and I've always seen it as a vehicle you know what I mean? A vehicle to kind of soften the edges of hard times or a vehicle to kind of help with expression or like I've always been in the art. And like with that, it was just kind of something that elevated or gave me that calmness where I can zone in and just hear, see nothing else but the artwork or what what I'm into at that point in time, like even the music. So that's why I was like, man, cannabis did so much with opening those doors to where you can say it, just drop the anxiety to where you can really focus on what you're doing. I, I'm I'm the same way. Like when you're super anxious all the time, it kind of widens your scope so much where it's hard to focus.
1: It's funny, Ray, trying to think back to those early high school days is when it's like, going on. what? What was I anxious about? Right. (laughs) Right. Like in comparison to to what I'm facing today, you know, I'm a father of four. I'm a small business owner trying to work and build a business in the middle of a pandemic. Also, the fact that today compared to, you know, the 90s, when you and I were growing up, we're exposed to so much more. Anything that happens anywhere in the world, you and I can hear about. Exactly. Unless we specifically tune it out. Exactly. So that anxiety has only
0: climbed for me over the years. Yes. I'm throwing my mask on, Joel. I'm out here. There you go. your face, man. No, you're
1: all right. Well, and and the, the, we're 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 being very safe. Uh, we are at a distance here a little definitely, bit. And I've definitely. got my mask on for sure. Definitely. It's one of those things that we have to to be aware of, though, in this day and age. And again, it's one of those things that adds to our anxiety. But talking about cannabis as a tool, the way I see it is. Just like some people prefer a Mac laptop to a Windows laptop. Exactly. Some, some people prefer Android to iOS. Exactly. Some people prefer a typewriter to a word processor or a computer, right? Mm-hmm. It's about the tool that is useful and applicable to you. Correct. Uh, and just it's correct like,
0: ways to use tools. Yes,
1: yes. And there's, there's ways to abuse them correct. or to overuse them, et cetera, et cetera. And, and to me, uh, cannabis has always been that tool. But the sad thing about the legal status of cannabis for most of our lifetime exactly has been that you're only ever allowed maybe one option. It's not like you're going to have a range of products like you're looking at behind us here. Yeah, you yeah. don't have the variety of manufacturers or, or companies that are working to uh, achieve the ends that the different users you're and clients standards. are trying to get.
0: You're missing standards.
1: That's the other thing, man. Yeah. There's no, there's no oversight. The fact that I can buy a product here in your store and I, there's literally a label where I can see when it was tested what the quantities of each uh, chemical compound are, uh, what the other ingredients are, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas I don't care where you're living, your dealer is not offering those things, right? It's Uh -uh. not something that you and I have had access to. So as we moved into this this modern era, the products that you see here in the store are cannabis, but they are specifically CBD and CBD variants, right? What we don't have a lot of here is THC, which is the thing that we have all thought of for all Correct. this time as Correct. the active ingredient in, in marijuana and cannabis. But there's more to it than that. There's so much exactly. more to it than that. Exactly. So when did you begin to discover the varieties of, of cannabinoids and, and how they can be applied and used?
0: Man, so this is a funny story. <laughs> My previous job, they were like, hey guys, uh, like it's, we're gonna start drug testing. We have new regulations. And that was a major blow to me because I was like, man, I use this to stay calm, to stay relaxed. So I don't bring my problems into other people's therapeutic interventions and time, you know, to and workshops and th- different things like that for them to get together. So removing the cannabis from my life at that time, is like, man, you know what? This is a major thing that helps me stay relaxed and calm and able to zone in and give my full self. So with that being said, I started researching other alternatives. And when I started researching other alternatives, I started running into like CBD. Um, And I'm like, what is CBD? (laughs) So the more I looked into it, uh, I'm a curious guy, man, by nature. I'm always messing with something or taking something apart. (laughs) So I'm like, man, I'm researching this and it doesn't have THC in it, but it is THC. And as I started doing more research and more research, I started finding out that THC is not the predominant, just the all in all of the plant. I mean, it's over 100 plus cannabinoids, 450 fatty acids and enzymes, and just a whole nother world behind that, that, that one plant compound. And that's when I started looking into the actual uses. And it just, it just started blowing my mind how this plant could do so much and have so much versatility within it. We all can take it and have an individual effect or an individual kind of experience with it with the same thing. And that blew my mind. And once I saw that, man, I just started digging in and going deeper and deeper and dedicating more time to the point where I was like, I have to grow this plant. So my wife was like, Ray, don't start a project. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm just going to Lowe's real quick. I'll be right back. I started dabbling and looking into the cannabis plant, researching and watching other growers looking at soil. And then I got introduced to the endocannabinoid system. Right. And it showed that we even have a system that produces these things and does all of that. So when I seen that, how it goes hand in hand, it blew my mind. And I was like, I got to be a part of this.
1: Let's talk about the legality a little bit about and where you, you said your introduction to CBD was because of uh, a new implementation of drug tests. Correct. So where does the legality lie? And why is this so different than THC in that, you know, all of your branding has no prescription needed. Right. For Kush Five C CBD dispensary here in Ruston. Right. And, and it's going to be the same for the Bozier store, too. That's so different. We're in Louisiana. The medical marijuana laws here are very stringent. Super strict. There are no smokable uh, uh, options at all. Uh, it's all about tinctures. Uh, I think there's some balms maybe that you can buy. Exactly. But... First of all, you have to have a prescription. It's a very limited number of uh, ailments that can uh, allow you a, subscription or, or a prescription, excuse me. Correct. And then even once you get it, you're limited on how often you can buy. There's very limited pharmacies throughout the state that are allowed to sell yep. it. Yep. What is the difference? And why is this legal and open and available and, and regular uh, it's traditional THC and cannabis is not?
0: So the law has labeled cannabis basically different Ah, uh, they didn't do it by the species; they did it by the one cannabinoid, which is THC, tetrahydrocannabinol. So within that, they're saying basically that if it's over zero point three zero, that it's marijuana, and if it's under, it's hemp. But the wild thing, man, is America was got built some customers. On yeah, I know we got some customers, but Wait, hopefully, I the, hopefully, I locked the door. I'm sorry, y'all. We are gonna have to let you in this, later. <laughs> this
1: is this is a, a perfect example, though. I want I want to highlight this, Ray. The I would have said when I first saw your signs, when I first saw the store, I thought, "Boy, I wonder how Rustin's going to take to
0: it. Definitely.
1: Let's cut in there for a minute. Since since we've had that opportunity, how has Rustin taken to it? Every time I come in here, you're jumping. You're, you're, you know, (laughs) as full as you would want a pandemic time store to be, I would think.
0: Man, uh, Rustin took us in, like I say, with open arms, man. And I thought it was gonna be a group of church ladies out here ready to jump me the first day. <laughs> so I'm like, man, this is gonna be bad, but I gotta see what's gonna happen. Yeah. Like I said, from from looking up and researching so much and seeing how this affects us so many different ways, I was like, this is gonna help somebody. Yeah. That I was rolling the dice on it like this is gonna help more people, than it pisses off. Yes. And honestly, man, when people start rolling in and seeing the the benefits, uh the effects, we changed so many naysayers. It was crazy.
1: And you wish that people could be more empathetic that they could put themselves in somebody else's shoes in a more exactly. natural a, a quicker way, exactly. but so often, Ray, it takes a personal experience. Yes, My brother had chronic back pain, yeah and went to see Ray and he's off of the ongoing pain relievers that he yeah. was taking, yeah, and he's just got these the yeah. CBD tincture that he's using now it's perfect.
0: yeah, and the people are the billboards. yes, the absolutely. Are the, their stories, uh their interactions that when they come across us and they leave out of here and they talk to family and friends about how it has helped them, that's why it's so busy, because it's your own family members, your own colleagues, your own coworkers that it's like, hey, this has changed my life.
1: Let's go back to the legality for a little while again now. the The interesting thing to me, Ray, because of that, the way that it was written up and that it's just that chemical compound, THC, Delta 9 THC, it, it's sort of like I tell my kids a lot of times, hey, if I give you a blank page, it might be hard for you to come up with something creative to do on that page. But if I give you constraints, if I put you in a box and say you can't do X, you can't do Y, yeah. now what do you wanna do? The ideas might spring quicker because, exactly. because of the constraints. Exactly. I think the same thing has happened here in yes. that the ingredient, the, the compound that everyone was so focused on for all of the modern history of cannabis anyway, from prohibition on in, in the United States at least, we've had to turn away from that. These companies that want in on the cannabis market have had to turn away from that to get to the broader United States market and sell you know, nationwide. What it's done is it's caused creativity. And if you look over here, you've got traditional flour. Yeah, you've got some great jars and some great brands and strains. Definitely. But you've also got these prepackaged products, which I think are so cool, a variety of gummies, of edibles. And I'm imagining the, the kinds of edibles that you're looking at stocking are just going to grow over time as you Definitely. see what the market here wants. Definitely. But also there's tinctures, there's balms, there's Pet products is something that I'm seeing a lot of here. You've got the hash, you've got the keef, you've got the concentrates, the shatter, all these different options. And not just the ways in which you're going to ingest the product, Definitely. but also the specific strains and the cannabinoid mixture that they're coming up with for each one of these strains is so varied because they're like, hey, what if somebody's got anxiety and pain, but they don't want to get high at all? Right. Okay, right. cool. I got you something for that. It is a lot of those. What, what if I just want the psychotropic effects? We got some of that too. Definitely. Okay, cool. Definitely. What if all you want is the anxiety reduction? We got that. What if yep. all you want is the pain reduction? We got that taken care of. Is that what you're seeing too in your exposure to this and, man, and
0: continued expansion of the store? Definitely, and, and my biggest kick out of it is educating people. Mm. Every time you come in, I'm teaching somebody. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it really shows, man, once people can understand that, like I said, they go and they educate people and it's just a domino effect. It just shows that we're using the same thing for different outcomes. Like you said, going back to the law when everybody is, there's so many people out here getting turned away from medical marijuana. I mean, with serious injuries, but it doesn't qualify. America was built on hemp. I mean, hemp played such an instrumental part throughout history. It's really coming back. It's not the first time. So a lot of medicine had marijuana in it back before. So we're really just getting back to nature and going backwards to do things that are really beneficial for our health now. We're such in a health conscious era right now with the pandemic and all of this stuff going on that it's just needed. Is making those perimeters so tight to where we have to look at the versatility of this plant and look like, hey, you know what? We can't use it for this, but look what else we have left. Like you cracked the joke in the store. You was like, man, it's more to the Jackson 5 than Michael Jackson.
1: <laughs> there was a whole band there. Tito there. has some good yeah. stuff. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely,
0: <laughs> absolutely, man. Yeah, man. So, that you know, that, that helps by making people focus, like you say, to see the variety when they come in the store, uh, facial creams and, like you say, massage oils
1: bath bombs tons of stuff yeah uh yeah. The, the the pet products in particular is something that uh i'm excited to try Definitely. for for my own uh doggo i, I got a dog who is thunder averse let's just say that anytime yeah. th- there's a little bit of rain outside she Going gets nuts. super tight and stays that way until the storm is gone you know yeah. so again if we can lower her anxiety provide her a little bit of of pain relief and anxiety reduction with just a drop or two. Yeah. Particularly, I mean, you, I, I see brochures for products over there that are actually like infused dog bones and things yeah. like that. So yeah. again, these companies are are trying to get into this market yeah. and they see the interest from, as we continue to see in your store, a huge variety of demographics. Definitely, It's not just... People like you and me that grew up in the 90s on rap music, they were like, oh, yeah, okay, I know what cannabis is and yeah. I like it, but now I got a real job, so I got to use CBD instead of exactly. whatever. No, it's not just that. It's grandma and it's grandpa exactly. and it's businessmen and businesswomen exactly. and it's, it's young people and old people and everywhere in between. Yeah. Democrats are now in charge of all three uh, uh, branches of government, and it looks like they are going to make a move on uh, marijuana decriminalization or legalization in some variety. Yeah. But this is something that you and I have talked a lot about that is good news on the one hand, but it's it's got a lot of potential a 50 pitfalls. 50. Yeah, a 50 and 50. again, that's a good example of a place where you can help educate people exactly. as these things go along so that they can talk to their representatives and say, hey, we want this, not that. We exactly. want that, not this. Exactly. There are aspects to this where we could end up with a more regulated system yep. a a higher barrier to entry for customers and clients and people that need this medicine yeah than what we have now even yeah. with with the cbd products yeah
0: and it's and, and like you say it's more about who's their specific I- ideology you know what i mean the different representatives right. not really the party so a lot of people get that confused they're like man democrats they're going to legalize it but Like you said, is it going to be restrictions? Is it going to be this? Is it going to be so tight? Is it going to be all in government-owned stores? You know, like you see, there's a lot
1: of states where the only place you can buy high-level alcohol is in a a government-run ABC stores, where it's the alcohol and beverage control literally runs that business effectively. Personally, that's not a place where I want to get to. It's one of my problems with the Louisiana uh, medical marijuana laws that there's no home cultivation allowed for... That's a for patients,
0: idea. that's a horrible idea.
1: I, I think it's I think it's a beautiful thing that we have allowed patients in Louisiana, even as limited as it is. But people who are dying of cancer, who have terminal illnesses, who have chronic pain, they should have direct access. You you got to have give them access to the plant. I'm glad they have done something here. But the idea that those people, if they're physically capable, or if they have a, a partner who's physically capable of yeah. cultivating the plant, this is something that grows in the ditch. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. you and I were joking. When I was in high school, you drive by the car wash, all in the ditch by the car wash. There'd be yeah. a bunch of weed growing, because yeah. Yeah. people dumped out their their floorboards. You know exactly, there. shaking yeah. their floorboards out, and they're full of <laughs> seeds and stems, right? Yeah, yeah. This plant grows wild, like it literally grows wild. Yeah, it, we're banning you, nature. You can't stop it from growing effectively. And the idea that you are you putting these hoops that people have to jump through to have access to a medicine that is so that you're already admitting is capable. I think that is. Just no good at all. It's so terrible. if that's the kind of legality that we're gonna get at the
0: national level,
1: I say yeah. we'd I'd rather not. Thanks yeah. very much, yeah. you know.
0: And I wanna I wanna use my voice in this podcast and like people who follow us. We need to rally to push for CBD and cannabis to be regulated like alcohol and tobacco.
1: Absolutely.
0: It it doesn't need to be a schedule because uh just like you were saying, based in Louisiana, uh with the science using the science to testify to it. The science is it's different terpenes, flavor noise, different things like that that come from different strains. If my local dispensary is not growing it and I'm looking for a beta terpene that helps with my pain and my chronic joint and nerve pain, I'm just out of luck. And, and that's one reason right there that we need home cultivation because, once again, like I was saying, the plant is so diverse in so many different ways, I may need hydroponics. I might can't deal with the certain pesticides that this company uses. I may be allergic to it. I may want aeroponic because I have certain beliefs or whatever, whatever. So it just kind of it, it closes the window to healing people.
1: And in a world where, you know, home brewing and home winemaking and all these things are so prevalent uh, and so popular among, you know, a niche audience anyway, yeah. it's absurd. That you can't do that with cannabis either, yep. and I, I think we'll get there long term. But yep. it is going to take people staying actively involved and people educating themselves of yeah, knowing what you're talking about and watching what our representatives and our you know senators are doing and what they're what they're actually putting into law Definitely. and just making sure that we call them to account and and make sure that we get the outcome that we the people want. Definitely. I think you see it already here in you know super small conservative Ruston, North Louisiana. You see the variety of people that are coming in, loving the product, loving the benefits that they get in their lives. Yeah. It's not going to take long no. for people to begin to demand. To catch on. Uh, and so that's what we're trying to do here. That's one yeah. of the things that we're trying to do. Let's yeah. talk a little bit about the long-term goals that you have for the store. What are some of the products, the next waves of things that you, you're thinking about carrying? And and what's kind of next on the Kush Vibes Rustin agenda? And then we'll talk about Bosier separately.
0: Man, with, with Rustin, it's really just getting people educated. Uh, We want to open up more classes, teach people like how to cook with it, about the different herb differences, terpene profiles. We want to just really train the community. Even if you don't shop with us, we want to have it to where when you guys do go other places, you know what you're talking about. Yeah. Case example, this was funny, but it wasn't funny. So I had an uh, an elderly couple, Uh, they came and they're like, hey, we want to find this. So they already had one. It had no test results on it. It told no how, how much, I mean, it didn't say how much milligrams of CBD was in it. It didn't even have CBD on the bottle. Things like that, I want to educate our community to when they do leave and go out of town, because CBD is so popular, you can find it anywhere, but are you finding good CBD? Right. And that's, that's one thing that would really mean a lot to me, is to have somebody say, hey, I don't shop with you, but through watching your show, through watching you on Facebook, uh, Instagram, social media, I've learned X, Y, and Z, and it's been helping me because I can cipher through good and bad products.
1: Right. Speaking of, we're going to put the links to all of these in the show notes, the description on the YouTube video and on the, the podcast as well, but let's just tell everybody, Definitely. what. how can we find you on Instagram and Facebook? Your Instagram in particular I think is is great. Facebook, they limit a lot of what you can show. You're Definitely. still talking about new product arrivals and things like that. Definitely. But you can't do the displays sometimes that you can do on other platforms.
0: Yeah, Facebook but, don't like us, man. Yeah, well,
1: <laughs> I, I think it's just, and again, it's one of those It's one of those places where uh, cannabis continues to be in a weird gray it's area. You and I were talking earlier about payment processors. Yes. A lot of payment processors won't even deal with you. Yes. Uh, and even the ones that will sometimes have weird strictures or all yeah. of a sudden on a Friday they yeah. decide – we're going to change the terms, yeah, you know, crazy. and I, I just think it's because so many states have moved ahead of the federal government yep. on cannabis in general. Yep. And then the, the CBD question specifically is misunderstood by the community at large. Definitely. I didn't, listen, I'm a cannabis advocate, I'm a cannabis fan and, and a cannabis user. And even I didn't realize that CBD was legal nationwide. all All 50 states. So I think that is, it's going to be an evolving issue. Uh, for anybody in this industry and any users, too, are still left out in this sort of like, man, I don't know, can I or what can I, et cetera. It's one of the things that I love about your setup here. Every purchase that you make, you get a cool little thank you bag. It's beautiful. You get your product down in there. Nice. But you also hand out a flyer. Exactly. There's a, a little printed flyer that has a message to law enforcement. Exactly. And yes, that message, theoretically, is if you get pulled over, that, that shows what you got there. But I think it's a great education opportunity for every um, one of your customers too. Um, they know the law now. Yep. They see they've got it right there, written out for them. Yep. Why this product is legal? Why it's different than traditional THC marijuana? And why what they're doing here is completely above board. What Definitely. you're doing here is completely Definitely.
0: above board. And it's even on some of the packaging. Uh, I know in further episodes we'll get into like product review and different things like that. But we still keep that in mind when we are choosing farms and different vendors to interact with, hey, we, man, we want to make sure that you guys are also protecting our customers when they leave. Yeah. So if it's not on the package, I do feel a certain way. Like, hey, when my people leave, I want them to make it home safe. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's a major thought behind that. And I give people the paper, not only to show, but to also learn from, to say, hey, you know what? Let me look up the 2018 Farm Bill. Let me look up industrial hemp. Let me look up what law enforcement thinks about it. Because if you do know that, it helps law enforcement with not wasting time, wasting an hour on the side of the road trying to figure out what the heck this is right uh when you could just tell them hey it's this this and this here's my receipt okay hey have a good day you know and, what I mean? and that's it the end of everybody. the conversation. Yeah,
1: You don't want to make extra work for them. You don't want to provide extra anxiety for your customers in, mm. in that moment of, mm-hmm. oh, I got pulled over for a taillight or something. Yeah. Now I got to worry about the bag that I got yeah. in here.
0: Everybody goes home safe. All right. Let's talk a little bit
1: about the Bozier store. Well, first of all, we've told you social media. Let's talk about this location. If you're in North Louisiana, you're ready to come by here. Definitely.
0: What, what's the address here, Ray? So it's 929 North Trenton in Ruston, Louisiana. And we're right across from the public library.
1: And I I know, uh, personally, because I've been in here a couple of times, you're getting a lot of visitors over from Monroe, West Monroe. Tons, man. Tons. You've gotten a couple from Shreveport and Bossier, I think, already, too, right? Because they don't currently have uh, access to anything like this. They
0: do. Uh, They have a couple stores out there. We're just doing a little different. Yeah. You know, providing more of an experience to go along with the CBD. And that's why people are really making that trip. So where's the location in Bozier, in and when are you going to be open? So last time you asked me, I didn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. But it's going to be on Texas Ave and Airline. Mm-kay. Right across from Smoothie King and right across from the mall. Nice. Yeah, so that's going to be a really nice setup. And how close to opening are we? Man, you know what? We're really trying to make plans to, uh, I'm thinking 420. I think it's perfect. Right. <laughs>
1: think you know, that's my anniversary. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got married on 420. I did.
0: Yeah. Man. Um,
1: that, that's awesome. So, so you're a little over a month away now, uh, about two months at this point away mm-hmm. from opening that store. What is the layout going to be like there compared to here? You got a nice big counter space. You've got uh, flour below and and behind the counter. You've got your package products down towards one end, and the variety of of things that you offer here includes the tinctures. You got bath bombs. You got some oils. You've got the keef and the shatter and the concentrate, like we talked about, yeah. the flower, as well as the balms. Yeah. Uh, you know, my, my wife uses a, a roll-on.
0: The roll-ons are crazy. That
1: is, oh man, it's so great yeah. for paint. I've used it a couple of times on my back and it is fantastic if yeah. you had a, you know, you strain yourself one day or maybe
0: you work out a little definitely, too hard or whatever.
1: Definitely. What is the, is there going to be any extra product there? Is there a big difference to the layout or is it basically going to be kind of a mimic to this f- footprint?
0: Man, you know what? My major thing when we're putting these together, is just really, Making it creative and providing that experience and provide like that that vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. From the music to the paint on the wall, right? To the flooring. So I think it's still kinda of up in the air, but we want just a versatile kind of experience to where how to put it? I really want something where you can touch and interact with the cannabis, and I'm trying to think a little ahead because COVID isn't going to be forever. So right. I'm claiming that. <laughs> right. Well, no,
1: I'm I'm with you. I mean, yeah. it, look, it's obviously already taken longer than we thought it was going to, yes. and and now with clearer eyes, I think we can see the tail off of this thing is going to be longer than we yeah. thought it was going to be too. Yeah. But you are absolutely right. It's going to come. To there the will be a time when we've got this under control. Yeah. And and normal is going to be different yeah but there will be a normal again we won't always be in covid time so uh as you're angling towards that this this hands-on feel the the smell the experience that's going to be more of what you're talking about yeah is there any conception or do you have any plans to do like is there a tasting lounge in the future, potentially, man, you know is what? that something that you're thinking about?
0: I can't poke the law that hard. Yeah, I was, I was
1: wondering. I don't know how that works.
0: Yeah, man. In, in the, in the future, future. Right. When, law- yeah. <laughs> when, when some laws have changed. Yeah, yeah. yeah when okay. I can move some laws around. Yeah, man. The, the new store is going to just be an experience within itself. Product-wise, we're going to always make sure that Rustin gets, with Boulder gets, so you're not missing anything. Right. We may have some exchanges to where, you know, one may have something a little special, the other one may have something a little special, but they'll be equal in value. That's one major thing that I I hold dear to my heart is having all stores the same to where all customers are getting that same uh, good experience.
1: Well, and you could imagine a scenario in which maybe the market here asks for a specific thing that the market there wow. doesn't want, and vice versa. Yes, but the benefit of having both stores we're across the street from the library, I think about the library exchange. If I go to Rustin's library here and they don't have something, they can borrow it free. from Monroe and send it to me,
0: exactly. I'm
1: assuming the same thing there. So if you, if you have a product that's super popular in Bozier, exactly. hasn't been popular here, maybe you don't carry it a lot, exactly. but you could come here and order it. Say, hey, can I get some of X or Y or Z or Definitely. whatever? You can imagine a scenario like that. One of the things that you and I have talked a little bit about, I, I don't want to uh, tell tells out of school, but uh, merchandising is something that you're looking at long-term too, right? The yep. brand of Kush Vibes, yep. again, as part of that education and expanding using individual customers as billboards themselves. Definitely. Nothing better than a T-shirt, man. Nothing not, better than man.
0: a than a, 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 a thermos. It's you not, know? man. And, I, and me as a creator, like I always, like I told you, the art stuff is like me. <laughs> well, the, l- the logo was your design, right? Yeah. yeah, I actually drew that. That's awesome, man. Yeah, man. So like art is me. So for me to be able to convert something that I have made into different pieces and put it on shirts and cups and mugs and smoke trays, like that's just a dream within itself.
1: One of the things that I noticed – wasn't in the store then i realized it might be a choice now, now you and i've had some conversations about it yeah. what about paraphernalia and accessories you don't have any pipes or any uh, bongs or smoking accessories anything yeah. like that yeah. um is that something you're planning on having long term what was the thinking and not carrying it originally
0: man you know we re- first wanted to get our feet wet and kind of see uh what the public wanted And what the demographic was was really demanding, because people can make topicals, teas, tinctures, different things like that out of the actual flower. Right. So it's not a must right off, but I was like, let's see what people will really want to do with it before, so we can provide them with what they actually need, rather than just a a bunch of like nicky-nack stuff that really doesn't doesn't move or go anywhere. Right. So uh, we have had a lot of people requesting that. So that's kind of in the works now. One of the
1: things that I think is interesting about not having that sort of thing lined up in the store as far as products, you have very much a therapy office, a wellness office, a doctor's office feel almost to the store, whereas... You got a big shelf full of bongs and, and, and water pipes. It takes away a little bit. It, it looks more like a head shop. That's yes. what people are thinking when they're walking through the door the first time. Yeah. A lot of them are thinking, well, it's gonna, I've, I've been to a head shop. I know what that looks like. That's not what this looks like. And it really is a, a different vibe. Having said that, though, you and I both know... People want flour. And yeah. one of the reasons they want it is because they do enjoy smoking and ingesting it, whether that be vaping or, or smoking yeah. directly. Yeah. And either way, there's so much to that experience. The smell, the it taste, uh, the ritual of it, yeah. the, the physical ritual the of it. I think a lot of people, of you you and I have talked about the social aspect of smoking, you know, sharing a bowl or, or sharing a, a joint and passing it around yeah. is the kind of communal experience that you can't really get from a tincture or even That's gummies
0: true. That's true. Uh,
1: or, or an edible of any kind. I mean, you know, share a plate of brownies is one thing, but at the same time, we don't all need that many calories no. every day. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I think long-term it is something that uh, your customers are going to ask for and you're going to want to provide. But even then, when you do, it's going to be very specific items in a specific style, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're going to make it work because it's not a law against smoking hemp. Right. Uh, you can smoke hemp. Now, other things amongst like regulations and different things about how we go about it is different. And
1: how you advertise it and, and how Correct. you market it, too. Correct. There has to be specific uh, regulations and l- limits on that. And and again, they're going to want you to provide it because just like we're talking about the education with what product is right for their needs, yeah. the same thing goes for the manner of ingestion, too, yeah. right? Yeah, they may definitely. They may think, oh, well, all I need is a pipe. Well, there's a lot of difference in what kind of pipe you're going to use and how you're going it to is, use it. it or vaporizers, too. There are vaporizers that work well. There
0: are vaporizers that are junky and cheap. And it's, and it's education in that area. That's just like how all these people are getting sick from these cartridges because they're not educated to know, hey, if this is cheap material, this can come off and go in my lungs and do damage. So they're vulnerable. Yeah. Because we are trying not to address it so tough. Because like I say, I hate to say it, but they're going to get it regardless. Yes. And they're they're getting it. Yeah, they're getting it regardless. Cannabis is a huge
1: market. It's one of the reasons why so many companies are rushing to get in, because they know the numbers already uh, of what was an illicit market before and is slowly becoming a legal market. It's it's a gold rush in many ways for these corporations. We need to make sure that they're not the only ones gaining the benefits of that gold rush, right? Yeah. Yeah. And also... To make sure that the marketing doesn't overcome the actual benefits. I used to dream when I was a kid, well, what will be the Miller Lite of marijuana, right? What will be the brand that it's, everybody it's buys the way, that it's they all advertise all the on the Super Bowl or whatever? Yeah. And there will be one of those companies. What we need to make sure is that those companies, even when they get to that level, are providing quality products That's with true. real benefits, not just marketing dollars. And right? just
0: pumping out a product just for the heck of it, right? Uh, just for the number-wise of exactly. it. Yep. Exactly, exactly,
1: exactly. Yep. Let's talk a little bit specifically about this show and what you want it to be. Yep. We're going to have interviews. This is kind of a special episode. I'm here interviewing you and, and introducing you and in this store to the community and to the audience specifically. Um, most of the time, we're going to have you leading the conversation, yep. whether that be a solo educational stint or whether it be um, somebody from the industry or a, or a user, a customer, a client that you've got that has a particular great story that we're going to share. But Definitely. we're going to bring all that to you Definitely. in video format as often as possible and audio format on a, on a regular basis as well. Yeah. So what we want you to do listening to this today, we want you to subscribe. We want you to share it with friends. If you've got somebody you think would benefit from this content Please. and, uh, <laughs> and then go follow Ray on social media too.
0: Again, you're on Facebook, you're on Instagram. Our Facebook is a uh, Kush Vibe CBD store. Uh, and then our Instagram is kush underscore vibes underscore cbd
1: and all of those links are going to be in the show notes here too because i never remember when they say the links yeah yeah that's right that's right but go go read the links go go follow through on those and uh, connect again thank you man thank you for coming here thank you for bringing this to our community i'm so excited for what the future offers uh for this store for your brand and and for our community members because of what you're now offering them yeah
0: and cbd is going to be huge man before i would have never believed this now i wholeheartedly believe that cbd is going to be way bigger than the actual thc dominant products because man cbd is going to be something we use for our daily life something that we add to our health regiments uh, our beauty regiments so it's going to be so many different avenues that cbd can go in alone man it's just it's just great to get ahead of the ahead of the crowd and understand and have education on this monster of an industry cuz it's going to be huge.
1: You you said it so well the other day I was in here and you you mentioned to a client you said marijuana is going to be a Saturday night thing. It is. CBD's Monday morning. Uh,
0: CBD is going to be a Monday through a Sunday ritual. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think you're absolutely right, and you're right in the front of it. Kush Vibes CBD Dispensary in Ruston, Louisiana, coming soon to Bossier as well, and online also. Speaking of online, Ray, what is your plan long-term for being able to ship product? Is that something that you're looking at as well?
0: Man, that's coming really soon. So we're working out the kinks right now, getting all that together. We're going to have it because that's one of the things that I really wanted in the beginning was to service people. Uh, So for the people that aren't mobile, Uh, For the people that do have health conditions that prevent them from coming in the store and getting the experience, we want to provide that to you guys online. Uh, That's why these kind of interactions and and talks are so important because they can see it from home. Like I say, we're in an age and a time period right now to where everything, if it doesn't come to you, you really can't get to it. So we'll definitely be doing that in the nearby future.
1: And curbside drop-off, too, is one of the yeah. things. You're going to have online orders where you can just pull yeah. up and and we'll bring your bag definitely. out to you because it's already paid for and taken care of. Definitely. Exciting, exciting stuff coming soon, folks. So stay tuned. All of the social media feeds will have that information as it comes up. We'll be sure to talk about it here on the podcast when those things come available. Cannot wait for tomorrow with you, Ray. It's an exciting time here. It's going to be huge. All right. Thank you for listening to the Cush Vibes podcast with Ray Holbrook and uh, me, Joel Sharpton, a podcast producer extraordinaire. Don't forget to check us out on social media and come back next episode to hear what uh, Ray's got to tell us about next time.
0: Thanks, guys.